Yo, yo, welcome everybody back to the JV Sports Room. As usual, your host, Jay Dino, the other half of the team behind the scenes, my man Vince. Yeah. I got a little different perspective on the room this time. Obviously, your boy's holding it down from the Kobe corner. One man crew today, putting the team on my back, you know, in the Kobe corner. So, no passing the ball. You're not going to see any triple doubles today. Your boy's going straight for 81 points. As a Kobe fan, I know 81 is Kobe's career high, which he dropped in a 122 to 104 huge victory against the Toronto Raptors on January 26, 2006. It was one of six times Mr. Bryant went over 60 points in his career, but that's only second to Wilt Chamberlain. Not going to get too much into that, but that was just for anybody who was wondering if I was Kobe corner certified or not. But since we touched on Kobe, we'll tip it off in the NBA. Uh, last episode was the Money in the Bank episode, and as soon as we dropped that episode, Dame Lillard goes and snatches a huge extension from those Portland Trailblazers. Two-year for $120 million extension, which locks him in now for five years. I mean, that's huge. Um, he must like what they got cooking up. I mean, I can't lie. I like what Portland's cooking up a lot, man. You know, right before the draft, they go and snatch Jeremy Grant, a great two-way player, great defender, right? He could get you a bucket. He could score as well. Um, and that was right before the draft. They snatched him for a 2024 first-round pick, you know, and then right in the draft, they go and they grab with the number seven pick, which could be the biggest wild card of the draft and Shaden Sharp. I like him. He, he got a little injury in summer league, but he should be ready come season time. And then uh, free agency rolls around. What does Portland do? Go and grabs one of my favorite players in the NBA. Uh, he was he was one of the biggest key factors in the NBA finals. They snatch up Gary Payton Jr., right? Three year, $28 million for the young kid. Much props to him because Little do you know, he's he's had a lot longer of a career than most think. He's actually been on four other NBA teams, and he's been on five G League teams as well. So on his ninth team is when he finally finds success, and now on his 10th team, the Portland Trailblazers, where he finally finds some money. Gary Payton Jr., much props to you. Um, and then Portland Trailblazers, they go and they re-sign Anthony Simons. Like we mentioned in the last episode, they gave him a big bag, $100 million, right? And then they go and re-sign Yusuf Nurkic. So it looks like they got that core of guys together. You know, I, I think Dame likes what they're cooking up. So, you know, looks like Dame's in there for the long run, man. But not only is he in there for the long run, but you can tell that they're looking to compete next year. I mean, you know, with the West, it's always all over the place, right? It's the wild, wild West. That's what they call it, right? The Lakers didn't even make the playoffs last year. Sorry, Mamba. This year, Portland looks to possibly make the playoffs, especially with some of these other teams, you know, falling like like a Utah, you know, trading away Rudy Gobert. You could probably count on them not making the playoffs this year, especially, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Donovan Mitchell, right? He's the next key piece that might get moved. As a matter of fact, that whole situation kind of trips me out as well, because, you know, that trade that is, you know, possibly in action right now with the Knicks, they look like the biggest competitors to actually gain Donovan Mitchell. It's crazy how much they're looking to give up for him, for one player, right? You know, that think the Knicks are asking for, you know, a couple young players and Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, and five to six first round draft picks. And, you know, even though the Knicks do have the capital to do it, you know, within the next couple years, the Knicks actually hold 11 first round draft picks, I believe, within the next seven years. And I believe eight of them are not there. So they have the luxury, you know, other teams have the luxury to, you know, pick and choose which draft picks that they like the best. So 
Um, you know, if this deal does go down, it would be a blockbuster, man. But I just I can't really see it, man, for either franchise. It's it's wild, man, to give up so much. I mean, look, me, I, I'm a fantasy football owner, right? I'm a GM in there. I'm a manager. And, and me personally, I could never see myself giving up six first round draft picks just for one player. It's, it's crazy. Um, but, you know, a young stud like a Donovan Mitchell, maybe the Knicks feel like, you know, th- he could change their franchise. Right. You know, they gave the bag to uh, Mitchell Robinson. He got a four year, 60 million dollar deal. Uh, obviously, they also gave the bag to Jalen Brunson. So it looks like they're trying to establish themselves as competitors. So. Um, you know, it, it could be a deal that could happen in these few weeks. You know, let's see what happens with that. I mean, but either way, I don't see these Utah Jazz competing next year. They, they've got Donovan Mitchell. And personally, I think Utah should hold on to him. He's a great core piece um, to, to build all these first round draft picks that they have around. I, I say hold on to him, Utah, but I don't see them making the playoffs next year. But one team that I do know is going to be back in those playoffs next year is those Phoenix Suns. They go and they lock in that guy. DeAndre Ayton again, right? Um, the, it seemed like, you know, he was possibly on the move. You know, I'm not sure if it was just strategic or not, but it was a possibility that DeAndre was headed over to Indy in a deal for Miles Turner. There was a lot of talk about that, but uh, that got kiboshed and eventually DeAndre ends up signing an offer sheet with those Indiana Pacers and those sons. They squashed that within 24 hours. You know, they they said that they feel like DeAndre is a key piece to their success and they probably want him going forward for the next at least four years. So they signed him to a four year, $133 million deal. DeAndre Ayton is in there. Devin Booker is in there. So, you know, with CP3 and Michael Bridges, you can almost bet that those Phoenix Suns will be right back in there. Right. So. In other NBA news, um, (laughs) I'm going to smack this down just as quick as it got smacked down by Michael Jordan, all right? Because John Morant said that if Michael Jordan played in this age, he would be just another superstar amongst a bunch of other superstars, including himself. Now, don't get me wrong. John Morant is exciting. He's a superstar, no doubt. But Man, you got a lot to prove before you go at the GOAT. Uh, MJ smacked him down real quick. He says, in my third season, I averaged over 37 points. In my fourth season, I was that was my first of five MVP seasons. Yeah, enough said. He said, stop tweeting, little boy. That's Michael Jordan's words. I ain't say all of that, but Ja, I do feel like you got a lot of proving to do before you go at the GOAT. Hold it down, kid. But speaking of young kids, man, this, this summer league has been real fun and intriguing, you know. Well, for a few games, you know, for the number one pick, the Orlando Magic, they only had to see a couple games out of him before they shut Paolo Bonchero down. Um, two games, 20 points, five rebounds, six assists a game. I think he showed them enough. I mean, I'm a Magic fan, and I'll tell you straight up, I think I saw enough myself. Um, I've been giving the Magic a whole lot of grief about Mo Bamba, and they go and they re-sign him to a deal, right? Um, Here's my thing about Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, he plays good in limited minutes, right? So I think they need to just give him 10, 15 minutes a game off the bench. That's how you get your best Mo Bamba. Because Mo Bamba, you know, he comes in, he plays well, you know, when he feels like his job is on the line. When when he feels like he's comfortable and he gets his 30, 35 minutes, he starts slacking. It's like, you know, you get 
the first 10 minutes are good out of Mobamba. You get a good 8.6 rebounds out of him because, you know, he wants his job, right? But if you give him 30, 35 minutes, guess what you're going to get? 8.6 rebounds because that's just the type of player he is, man. He, you know, thank God they got another big that I feel like they can put in that starting lineup right next to Wendell Carter and Franz Wagner, also with Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs. That seems like a nice core young nucleus bring Mo Bamba in off the bench 10-15 minutes a game that's all you need out of him along with Markel Fultz they still got young guys like Chuma as well yeah that's what the Magic need they need limit the Mo Bamba minutes Paulo Banchero take over this team and I think that could possibly bring the Magic into you know contention I'm not saying title contention at all but I think the Magic if they play their lineups right they could make the play in tournament next year and depending who they play you know maybe even make the playoffs that's me being a magic fan but i do think it's possible um as far as you know the number two pick chet chet holmgren looked great in the summer league uh my man averaged you know the most blocks in the summer league so that's fantastic because that's one of the big things that okc wanted out of him along with this chemistry that he's seeming to build in summer league with Josh Giddy, you know, one of the young core pieces that they they drafted last year. Josh Giddy, Chet Holmgren, I see that looking good for the future, guys. Um, and, you know, a lot of these other young, talented, the number three, the number four, and the number five pick, if you ask me, have all been looking great. Uh, number three was uh, Jabari Smith, and I like his versatility, looking good. Had a good last game uh, in, in the summer league um, as far as, uh, Keegan Murray, he started, he, he tore it up early, right? That guy had a great summer league as well. And Jaden Ivey, he only got to play five minutes, scored 11 points in those five minutes. He looked explosive, um, but obviously took an unfortunate ankle turn, but he should be fine, right? I, I like what Detroit is building with him and, and Cade Cunningham for sure. But that's all the NBA news I got today. Uh, let's touch it back into the NFL. First off, I want to remind you guys about the 16-team JV Sports Room Fantasy League that we will be drafting probably uh, in about another month or so. Obviously, we still do have that one spot. You guys like, subscribe, and comment Fantasy League or whatever you want in the actual comments. Let us know you want in. You have the chance to co-own a team with the man behind the scenes. That's big, man. Obviously, you know, this is going to be a one quarterback, two wide receiver, two running back, one tight end, one flex, and one defensive player. Big, big key addition to this league. It's going to be a completely different league, man, you know, from any other league you guys have been in. It's going to be some bonuses. We got four divisions, like we've mentioned to you guys before. We got the, uh, the G-Man MVP spot. We got the starting center spot. We got this Kobe corner spot. I'm not in that division, guys. Don't worry. Um, and then we got that right wing, which obviously, you know, we got four teams in each division, 16 teams. It's going to be super competitive, man. Um, you're going to you're not, not going to want to miss out, man. Um, best thing is you get to come right on here on the JV Sports Room and talk about it. You get in this league. We will bring you on this show and you get to talk about your team. You get if you win the championship, you get to throw it in all our faces. Get in this league, guys. You're not going to want to miss out. Um, you know, obviously with this league, you know, like I said, 16 teams, there's only 32 teams in the NFL. So, you know, you're going to want at least two quarterbacks on your roster. I mean, you know, some teams may even have three, you know, depending if you decide to draft 
one of these Carolina Panthers uh, because they don't even know who their starting quarterback is right now. Um, <laughs> obviously, they, they just uh, made a trade for Baker Mayfield. And right now, it is a true QB battle. I mean, you ask me, I think that's got to be Sam Darnold's job to lose. I mean, he's, you know, obviously they were drafted in the same year. They're probably going to be making about the same money this year, not all coming from the Carolina Panthers. Cleveland's got to pay Baker that 10 and a half mil on their own. Um, but, you know, Sam Darnold's getting 18 plus from them this year. So you got to think with the chemistry that he's got and, and with the money that he's getting paid this year, you got to think that Sam Darnold's got to be their starting quarterback until Baker Mayfield takes it or until Sam Darnold gets hurt. Um, not not really going to touch on Carolina too much. I mean, because, you know, the NFL didn't when they uh, released their top 10 quarterbacks projected this year. Um, neither one of those two quarterbacks were anywhere close to the top. However, a lot of people do feel that a couple guys like Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray got snubbed off that list. Uh, let me read that list off real quick. It, you know, we got Aaron Rodgers, Patty Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, Super Bowl winning Matt Stafford, excuse me, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, don't know how many games you're getting out of him, and Dak Prescott is the, the rounds off the top 10. So obviously there's plenty, plenty, plenty of room for discussion in those top 10. We're actually going to be bringing it up within the next few episodes. Um, you guys look out for that. Um, but yeah, there's definitely... Definitely plenty of argument on on who should have made that top 10, you know, especially with the whole Deshaun Watson saga. You know, we usually have big body boy with the big body Watson watch, but uh, there's nothing to watch on this time. Unfortunately, certain news is just stalemate at this point in time, and that's how a lot of sports are. But as promised, JV Sports Room continues to bring you constant content, off-season content. We coming very soon with J Money. He's going to find you some gems, don't worry, um, in the, for these dynasty leagues that we're going to be talking about. Obviously, like we said, we got the 16-team redraft league, but we're going to be giving you guys plenty of dynasty rookie talk coming up, man. You guys stay tuned to JV Sports Room. But obviously, yeah, you know, me personally on that top 10, there, there is one player, and I don't think it was Lamar or Kyler that I feel like got snubbed. Um, they're both arguably in there, but me personally, I think if we're projecting I like Derek Carr in the top 10 this season. Um, you know, Las Vegas Raiders own, you know, Derek Carr threw for 4,800 yards last year. Uh, I believe 23 touchdowns. But guess what? He's got a brand new weapon. One of the best receivers in the league. And Devontae Adams now that he gets to throw to every single week. He's got a healthy Darren Waller back. A healthy Josh Jacobs in the backfield again. Look, man. I think Big J said it best. Watch out for those Las Vegas Raiders this year. But watch out for Derek Carr being a fantasy stud, uh, a regular season stud. Uh, he got the Raiders in the playoffs last year, man. What makes you think they aren't going to make it this year with an even better roster? I like the Las Vegas Raiders, man, and I like Derek Carr. Uh, definitely over Dak Prescott at the end of this list, but... Maybe that's just me being a Giants fan. I'm a little biased, but I don't think Dak Prescott makes the top 10 this year, guys. But we'll talk more about that because coming up soon, as promised, we, we've touched on all the divisions except for one. You, you know you got to save the best for last, right? The NFC East. 
My G-Men, our division, we're going to be touching on that real, real soon. You already know we got the big body boys, you know, whether it's Big J or Steven holding down the middle, the starting center spot, them Philly boys, they're going to be in here. Hopefully we can get a cowboy or two in here, or maybe even a commander so we can throw it in their face uh, about how they're not going to have a 12-win season like they did last year. You guys were talking about betting odds. Give me the under 12 on them Cowboys this year. Get out of here with all of that. I think Dak Prescott, along with those Dallas Cowboys, takes a nice slip this year. Obviously, you don't even know if they're going to have Dalton Schultz coming into the season. As of right now, he's still in, in contract negotiations. And, and then you already know they lost Amari Cooper. So, look, I think Dallas Cowboys take a nice slip this year. Maybe allow those Giants or, you know, maybe another NFC team to slide on in those playoffs, man. But yeah, yeah, we're going to be talking about that real, real soon. NFC East going to be all up in here. But before we throw it home, let's touch the MLB real quick. You know, we talk about them every week, man. So we ain't going to touch on them Yankees. They 62 and 27 right now. They're just kind of coasting right now into All-Star Weekend. MLB All-Star Weekend always fire, man, especially that home run derby, man, with Pete Alonzo. He's back in there, you know. Mets Pete Alonso has been in the home run derby twice in his career. Guess how many home run derby championships he's got? Two. You can bet on that guy, man. Um, speaking of those Mets, um, when they come back from All-Star Weekend, you know, they should be, you know, looking to get cruising, you know, for the second half of the season now that they got Scherzer back and DeGrom. Um, Scherzer had a nice outing in his first uh, stint back, nine strikeouts. DeGrom only pitched four innings, but he had four Ks. So those Mets, they they looking to get their, their pitches and, and their sluggers going for the second half of the season. Um, another key return I want to mention uh, those Red Sox are slipping anyway, but they did get Chris Sales back, and he looked pretty good in his return. They lost to the Tampa Bay Rays in 3-2 loss, but he looked good. Um, he said he had his powerful stuff, as he called it. All right, guys, well, that's all the time we got for today, man. Obviously, like I said, one-man crew. Hope I just dropped 81 on you. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you continue to like and subscribe us on YouTube. Mash that button, especially if you want to get in that fantasy league. 16 team league. Remember that. Make sure you put fantasy league in the comments. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to support the show, cash app us at dollar sign JV Sports Room. And as usual, got a quote from you guys from Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant himself. Consistency is more important than perfection. Thank you guys for watching.